We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, DVTPFL. It's Thursday, it is June 3rd, it's 2021, and we have eight baseball games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, what's happening, my friend? Nothing much, man. I, um, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited here. Cause you're going to hit 1000 and before this month is out, you know, I got caught it on Twitter and clearly I get to look at the schedule. So I know you've got it marked down. So that's kind of a big deal. It, it's uh steadily approaching. So that that's very exciting. I'm happy for you. No, you haven't, you know, hit, hit the day yet, but I'm going to go ahead and get my uh, congratulations in now. So that's a big deal, man. I'm, I'm super pumped that, uh, that you're able to, to, to hit that achievement. Listen, it's going to be a fun show. Like like you said, you get to see the calendar. I have it marked. I didn't want to make sure I missed it. Um, <laughs> I mean, when you do this every every single day, um, you know, you, you forget about stuff like that. Um, so I'm excited. Um, I'm very fortunate. Like, obviously, all the episodes haven't been just me. It's, it's you know, it's been Justin. Dan's done some interviews on the pod you know, going back to the siege, helping out um, and doing a lot of shows with me, Grant, you, I mean, there's been heck, man, you go to anybody in the industry and I bet you um, there's a, like, there's like a 75% chance they've been on the morning grind. So, um, you know, it's been going wrong here for a long time and, you know, episode 1000, I'm going to try to go back and name every single person that's come on. So I've already started working on that list and um, it's long and it's, um, it's fun. So 
um yeah so, yeah i'm excited man uh thank you and um yeah let's get it rocking here man getting me all sentimental and stuff before we even start breaking down games so good job will i, I do what i can i do what i can <laughs> <laughs> all right eight games um i mean I'll be honest with you. Yesterday's slate couldn't have gone worse. Um, <laughs> like I went all in hundred percent on Manoa. I stacked the Dodgers. So I'm cashing um, with four points from my pitcher. So yeah, that's always, um, always, always fun. So, I mean, yeah, moving on to this one, Will, like I, I hope, Hope for a good old-fashioned min cash out of two of my teams to maybe make a couple <laughs> bucks or something. But um, like hoping for a big cash. I love it. I love it. When you, when you get a guy that just didn't have his A game, you're hoping for anything, buddy. You know that. So Yes. Yes. All right. We're going to Pittsburgh. We got Miami going into Pittsburgh. We got um, Hernandez against Anderson. There's no total out in this game. This is one game that I'm super concerned about the weather. The only game that I'm really super concerned about the weather. We'll see what Kevin Roth has, um, but looks like it's going to rain a lot in this game. So, but we're going to break it down in case it doesn't. Uh, talk to me here about Hernandez for the Marlins. Any interest in him? Nope. Yeah, it was a bicep injury. He's coming back from that. Um, I don't know what to really expect from him here, you know, because it's tough. He threw 79 pitches uh, for triple a Jacksonville on Friday of last week. Uh, so, I mean, maybe 85 pitches here for Hernandez. It's a great matchup against Pittsburgh um, in Pittsburgh, but the weather I think is going to, you know, probably keep me off of him here. Tyler Anderson, he's had a couple really good games this season and he's had a couple really bad games this season. If the weather was going to be okay, I think he would potentially be like a play, but if the weather is going to be bad, um, I don't know what to do here. Yeah, for sure. I, I'm i probably going to just avoid this game altogether. I feel like it's one where I can get away with a good old X button on this one. Pitchers, bats, the whole nine, um, and just move on to greener pastures. Um. Yeah, let's talk bats in this game because I think that's where this game becomes a little bit more interesting. Uh, we'll start here with Miami. I mean, Marte is expensive. Chisholm is expensive. Aguilar is expensive. Duvall is expensive. Like, I mean, if you're playing on a different site and they're not as expensive, I haven't looked everywhere yet. Um, maybe they're cheaper, but I think the pricing just makes them a tough play, especially if it's going to be raining and it's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I'm looking at it, I did pull up FanDuel pricing just to check. They're, they're not that expensive. Like, you've got guys in the 2K range, 3K range, nobody over anywhere near 4K. Like, none of them. So, you know, maybe on FanDuel, but for me on DK, I just I, I can't do it at these prices, especially when we're talking about the weather concerns early. Um, I definitely think we've got some, some better spots uh, for me to take some chances. Um, now, look, if the weather comes in and it's fairly clear, you know, I don't mind, you know, t- taking a chance on maybe like a Duval who's a, who's a little bit priced up, a Garrett Cooper, some of these righties, um, you know, but overall, I'm just I'm not interested in this game as a whole. 
Any interest in the Pittsburgh side? I mean, this, this lineup is just so bad. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Can't do it. All right. Moving on. We got Arizona at Milwaukee. Frankoff against Anderson. Um, I don't think we don't have a ton of totals night before. Just so you guys know, um, there is no line out for this game either. Uh, any interest here in Frankoff? No. Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at too. I mean, you could pretty much play any pitcher you want against Milwaukee this season. But I mean, Seth Frankoff. Yeah, I mean, he's Seth. Bad. He he's like woo. He's so bad. 13% K rate, 13% walk rate, 7.76 XFIP. Um, I mean, you, I, I think you can play anybody against Milwaukee, but I don't know if Frankoff is part of that anybody. Um, Anderson on the other side of this game, any interest in him? No, no Anderson either, man. I mean, and here's the thing. I, I'll go ahead and give this out up front. Uh, I don't think Anderson's going to get shelled at all. I just – he doesn't have any upside. That's just that's just a problem. We're not going to have enough K's uh, for him to help us out at all. So that's that's I I just can't play him. Yeah, I mean, I don't <laughs> I don't know who I want to play against him. I, yeah. I mean, like Arizona's cheap, so I think they're a really interesting like secondary stack. It's just kind of figuring out like I guess you can go Walker, Marte, Kelly take the right-handed power bats here. Um, I mean, I don't even hate like a full stack just because how cheap they are. And I, I do think this is a day we're more than likely going to be paying up for pitching because there's not really um, a ton of great options um, at cheap pitchers today. So yeah, I think, I think the secondary Arizona stack is in play. Um, I'd target the right-handed power bats here. Yeah. I mean, I don't I don't hate it like you talked about. I mean, I, I do think Ketel Marte would probably probably be my favorite, but overall, I, I don't I don't want to give him the mix on Arizona. Um Milwaukee, anything here for Milwaukee? Oh man, I, I love Milwaukee. I, I I will have some Milwaukee stacks for sure. Uh Frankoff, I mean, he's just been atrocious. Uh Navarez Pina, you know, who's gonna be a catcher? You know, whoever it is, I don't care. Uh, is Vogelbach going to get it, or are we going to have Keston? I don't care. Colton Wong, for sure. Uh, you know, is Travis Shaw going to crack the lineup? Is it going to be Urias? Don't care. I'm, I'm full stacking this team, Stevie, no matter what. Uh, Mr. Adames has been, you know, uh, hitting pretty well this season overall in spurts. Uh, you know, I just I like this team, so th- this is this is pretty much you know Abigail Garcia should not be thirty nine hundred this year. I, I would think maybe at least forty two. This is one of my favorite stacks in the slate, this, despite how bad they've been playing. I'm going to side with bad bats over bad pitching here. Yeah, I mean anything's possible, and outside of Yelich, this stack is actually pretty cheap. So, I mean, this is a game stack that you could potentially roll out like five, six, seven hitters and just kind of hope this game is a high-scoring game. Uh, so, I mean, depending on what the over gets to in this game, it's definitely, you know, somewhat juicy here. Yeah. Uh, Detroit at Chicago. White Sox. Uh, Casey 
Miz against Lance Lynn. This game does have a total. It's seven and a half. Mm. And the White Sox are a 210 favorite. Shocker. Um, any interest here in Casey Miz? No. I mean, yeah, like I, I hate dismissing guys like instantly, um, but I just don't see any kind of upside here uh, for Casey Miz in this spot. Like he's 6,700. He's had some good games here recently. He's actually been pitching really decent. Um, like we got to give respect where respect is due. If you're playing 150 teams, sure. I would not talk you off of getting some exposure to him. The bottom of the White Sox order is really bad. Um, especially if they roll out like that Vaughn Garcia Lamb Billy Hamilton type of lineup, there's a lot of strikeouts at the bottom half of that lineup. So, I mean, if he could just kind of get around Anderson, Grandal, and Abreu, Mercedes, I mean, there's no perfect answer under 7K today. Um, if you have one, I'm all ears, but I, I feel like there's no perfect answer. Um, I think the perfect answer is spend up at pitching today. Um, I mean, Lance Lynn on the other side, Will, he's the guy, like, he's facing Detroit. I mean, Detroit's been playing good um, in general, but Lance Lynn's good against righties. This lineup doesn't scare you. Um, he should be able to deal, and he has one of the longest leashes in baseball. For sure, man. L- Lance Lynn is the guy, absolutely, like, no question about it. You know, I, he's the first guy in for me. Uh, 9,700 on DK. Uh, I, 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 mean, I I feel like he's the, the, the top pitcher on the slate, you know, just for the price. You know, clearly we got you Darvish up top, which, my gosh, should dominate this lineup. I mean, unquestionably should dominate. But, you know, for, for a $1,000 discount, I'm very interested in just starting my lineups with Lance Lynn, period. Yeah. Um, right there with you, buddy. Right there with you. I have zero interest in the Detroit bats. I know Lance Lynn has the potential to be like high on here, but I still don't see myself using Detroit bats. Nope. No Detroit bats for me. Uh, on to Chicago. Yeah. White Sox. Um, I mean, like I said, the top of the order is where it's scary for any pitcher. Um, so I think if you want to target bats here, it's the top of the order. Yeah, for sure. Um, that, that's kind of where I'm going to be. So, you know, uh, they, they're a little expensive, right? Like Tim Anderson's 5K, Yasmani's 4,900, is 54, Abreu's 57, Mercedes 52, Adam Eaton 46, Vaughn 4K, Garcia 42, Madrigal 5,200. Stevie, if you want to play this stack, you have to play this stack on purpose because you're not going to feel good doing it. Um, you know, I talked about the fact that I didn't want to play Casey Mize. And like you talked about, he has pitched well. And he probably is the best the best spin in the 6K range, I would say. Uh, I just don't want to, you know, start my night off trying to attack the White Sox. But at the same time, these bats are expensive. I'm a lot more interested in the Brewers, you know, and, and I'm not in love with Arizona or Arizona because of what it can do for my pitching. Um, so I'm with you. These guys are expensive. I would maybe just one off a couple guys, but I'm I'm not stacking the White Sox. Um, yeah, I, I like I get it in large field tournaments, but like you said, it's such an expensive stack. We don't really have like cheap pitching options. 
the guy that I probably have the most interest in the pit is the pitcher against them under seven yeah. K. So it's like, how do I really make the stack work? Well, I hope that Miz scores like 15 and the white Sox batters don't go ham. I think that's how you kind of <laughs> score enough to pay, get a, get a win for Lance Lynn um, is kind of what I think you're hoping for in this one. And I mean, because just, you should have the strikeouts. Yeah. So, all right, moving on. We got Minnesota at Kansas City. J Hap against Chris Bubich. Um, forever, whoever tweeted me and said that I need to call him Bubich. Um, thank you, because even if it isn't pronounced that, um, I just like calling him Bubich now. There's no total in this game, Will. Yet, um, any interest here in J Hap? I can't do it, Stevie. And I know, I know we're riding off a lot of pitchers here, but good gosh, man. Like, Jay Hapsit at a 5.63 XFIP, 17.9% K rate on the season. I mean, just getting destroyed by Roddy's 225 ISO, 343 Woba, 8.4% walk rate, 18% K rate, 33% ground, ground ball rate, 46.3% uh, fly ball rate, and he's mostly throwing fastballs. I, I can't get involved with Jay Happ. I, I and, and that's just a lot more than my normal no explanation. But Jay Happ's been atrocious. He's a train wreck right now. Uh, so I, I can't do it. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's not a lot of options down here. There isn't. <laughs> um, so Stevie, you know what we're doing. You know what we're doing on this slate. No, I just like Jay Hap just pitched against this team and put up 18. If you could lock in 18 points at 7K for Jay Hap right now, you would be super excited. Don't get me wrong. Um, Gosh. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't know. He kind of went through a bad stretch there and faced the White Sox twice, and they're very good against lefties. But outside of that, like, he's had some decent starts this season. So I think Hap is in play in large field tournaments. In cash games, you're double barrel and pitcher. Like I, like I can't say it enough. So um, that's where J Hap becomes interesting. And then Chris Bubich on the other side of this game. I mean, he's a lefty face in Minnesota. This lineup's very good. I know he just pitched really well against this team last time out. I'm not going to go down that road. Uh, the top five of this lineup's very good. I know they're a little banged up right now. And, and like that's fair. Buxton's out, Garver's out, um, Kepler's out, even though it's lefty lefty, it's still a good bat in that lineup. So there are a lot of injuries in this lineup right now, and I get that. So maybe you take a shot, but like you just look at the strikeout rates up and down. There's just not a lot of upside here. Yeah, for sure. And then you know, when you factor in the fact that, you know, what if we get uh Anderton Simmons from two years ago? He happens to show up tomorrow. It just starts, you know, the ball starts flying. He's not going to strike out a bunch anyway. You know, the bottom line is, you know, he, he might get Sano, but it, he may not get Cruz, may, may not get Donald. I just, I, I don't, I don't think it's advantageous for us to be addressing, uh, you know, investing in Chris Bubich today or Bubik, whatever. Uh, I don't, I don't like mispronouncing names. So, but Bubik, Bubich, let's go Bubik. Is that what it is? Bubich, Bubich, Bubich. All right. Got it. That's right. You said it before the show. I'm trying to, ah, come on. You're, you're good, man. I always mispronounce names. So welcome to the train. Um, 
Minnesota Bats, Nelson Cruz, obviously a staple. Donaldson, a staple. And the le- the rest of the pieces are just going to kind of be determined by the lineup. If Garlic's in there batting in a good spot, he's 2,800. He yeah. would be interesting. Um, you mentioned Simmons. He's 2,700. Now we're getting some salary relief with a stack um, to get those pitchers we want. Yeah, I do like Anderson Simmons today. Like, I, you know, especially if he's in – He's someone I'm 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 in on, and I, you know I'm not pod committed Stevie because he's not a guy that I've like just been been hammering. But I will say I'm uh, I'm dollar committed to Miguel Sano now, right? Like every every time Sano's in a good spot, I'm looking at the numbers. He's got like a 85 percent hard hit rate, and I'm not saying that's what he has today, but he has these astronomical hard hit rates, and the ISO is like six seven hundred, and I'm like man. I also know he's going to strike out five times, but I, I'm, I've kind of I've committed myself to Miguel Sano, so he's he's going to be in my stack no matter what. Kansas City side, I mean Perez. If you want to pay up a catcher, Merrifield is always good against lefties. Mondesi's banged up, tweaked his hamstring the other night. I mean that's like this lineup. Like Dozier's cheap. So, like, if you want to do secondary stack and just maybe target some of these cheap bats, I don't hate the idea. Yeah, for sure. Same here. Uh, Solaire, if he happens to be in live because he's questionable, he's 3,100, which is also you're pretty cheap. Um, but, yeah, I, I think if you're, if you're building a stack with this team, you've got to get exposure to these cheaper guys so you can get up to the Whitmera fields of the world and the Salvador Perez's of the world. I, I would much rather invest in the twins because I feel like the salary distribution is better. Uh, would much rather invest in uh, Milwaukee because the sa- salary distribution is beautiful. Royals are probably, you know, fourth or fifth down the list for me currently. Uh, moving on. We got Cincinnati going into St. Louis um, Gutierrez against Wainwright in this one. Uh, this game's at an eight and a half total. I see St. Louis at one fifteen, and I see them at one seventy. So, um, if you're betting this game, you might want to price shop. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's go. Let's go. Cincinnati uh, Gutierrez first. First start out against Chicago through sixty-seven pitches. Um, I mean, he's probably going to see a little bit more in this one. Uh, any interest in Gutierrez here? No, I think I'm going to take a wait and see approach here. Um, you know, on the season, clearly he hasn't pitched a lot. Uh, XFIP's high. At first start, I'm not, I always like to give pitchers a couple games, right? That's just my, my rule of thumb. Give them two or three games, maybe four, to just kind of see where they're going to be and get in the groove. And then we'll know whether or not they're going to be like Castillo this year and take a step back or like some other guys and take a step forward, like maybe a Taiwan Walker, who was good a couple years ago, had some injuries, and now maybe he's rounding into form. Uh, but I, I don't think I want to invest in Gutierrez uh, on, on this slate. I just I don't think he's necessary. Um, so I'm just going to pass. I mean, if you just want to full-on punt your SP2, he's your guy. Uh, this is a righty against a right-handed heavy lineup. Everything that I've read about him, good slider, good curveball, good breaking ball stuff. So – I mean, when you have good breaking ball stuff, righty-righty matchups, there's enough upside there at 5K. If he gets 80 pitches in this game and puts up 15 at 5K, all right, we're we're good with that. So, I mean, again, you're just kind of looking at 
these pitchers under 7K and you're like, who can get me 15 when I want to stack like one of these big teams on this slate? Like like we were talking about with the White Sox, um, you know, something like that. But I, I think today, the more and more we break down the slate, the more and more I, I lean towards like smaller stacks and just getting my pitchers I want. Um, yeah, that's how I feel as well. Let's go Wainwright on the other side of this game. Any interest here in Adam Wainwright? Man, I I actually don't hate Wainwright. I just wish he was a little cheaper. Like, I don't want to pay 9800 So for him, it's just the price. Like, he's had some okay games, frequently in with some not-so-good games. But I, I, I don't think I want to play 9800 And that's going to be my hang-up with him, so I'm going to pass. Yeah, the other thing that I don't love here for St. Louis in this game is, like, they're playing the Dodgers on the West Coast – like, you know, that game obviously on the East Coast is just now getting started. Like, they're playing the West mm-hmm. Coast late game and then they're flying to St. Louis and playing again. Um, I mean, Wainwright's probably already in St. Louis, so it doesn't probably affect him as much. Um, but yeah, I just, I mean, this is a good lineup. Adam Wainwright has definitely looked way better, uh, Mr. Noodle Arm himself, but. I don't think I'm going to play a lot of him, if any, just because he's 9,800 and I would rather play Darvish. I would probably rather play Lynn. I'd rather play Griffin Canning. Um, these guys are, I think are way more interesting. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the same way I feel. I mean, I know he's got this cutter going, but how in the world did Wainwright end up in the same category as Lance Lynn today on this slate? I, I, I don't understand. So I, I can't play him. Um, the other side of this game, the bats. Uh, let's start here with Cincy. I mean, I think the biggest misprice on the slate is Nick Castellanos. Um, oh boy, don't tell me that. I mean, which I'm looking at it, I, I know is yeah, what I'm saying. Just way, way, way too cheap, uh, for this matchup. And yeah, like I, I know Mike Moustakis is getting close to being back, so if he's back, that obviously is a boot bump to the lineup. Um, so, I mean, and I know Vado is getting close. Um, I know, like, he was on rehab assignment a couple days ago. So, Cincinnati's about to get super healthy again. Um, Winker's 4,300. Castellanos is cheap at 4,100. Suarez is 3,900. I mean, this might be, like, the value stack of the day. I, I don't want to stack against Wainwright, but these guys are way too cheap, and they're on the road. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we're definitely going to get, some, you know, some extra bats coming around. I don't hate Tyler Naquin, you know, if he's in the lineup for sure. Castellanos don't hate Winker. Um, you know, these are going to be guys that we can, you know, we can definitely get in on. We also know that Wainwright's kind of throwing this knuckle curve a, a great deal and no one in particular is really hitting it well. Um, so Wainwright does, in my opinion, have a pretty good profile for this team, like I don't see anyone that's just like, oh yeah, let's get it going. Maybe outside of Naquin, but even the distance on that cutter is just not there. But overall, for the prices, I, I don't mind stacking the Reds. If Woba's in their favor, they could get some uh, get get some uh, St. Louis Cardinals bullpen in a hurry. Yeah, I, I mean, like the biggest thing for me is just price. This is a price stack. Um, yeah. I can play Darvish and Lance Lynn and stack Cincinnati a five-man stack. Um, so, I, I mean, at that point, you're just like, all right, I'm in. Like, <laughs> I'm in. Pie committed. 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. So, um, any interest here in the St. Louis bats? I do like St. Louis. Um, I, I think this is a spot. If, if, you know, Gutierrez, you know, comes out just kind of not ready to go for whatever reason, maybe he's still shaking a little rust off. We'll see. Um, you know, Dylan Carlson is 3,800 in this spot. Uh, you know, Tyler O'Neill, 4,600. You know, those are two guys that we can get in there. Edmund, I mean, Goldsmith's 4,600, which, which isn't too bad. Uh, but then you got, you know, Edmund at 5K and Arenado at 5,300, respectively. So those guys you would kind of have to look at. But I think they've got enough value as well for us to put together a quality lineup. Dylan Carlson, though, I, I do like him at 38 for sure. And, uh, yeah, that, that would be my main my main investment from, from that side because of the price. I mean, this is one of those things where, I, you know, I just made an argument for Gutierrez, and if everybody's going to make that argument today and he's going to end up actually becoming and, like, getting ownership and, like, I mean, this is an eight-game slate. I could see him being, like, 20% owned. That's where you're like, all right. Oh, my gosh. I'm stacking St. Louis um, and just kind of hoping that end, ends up working. So uh, I, I could see it going either way here. Uh, Seattle had taking on the angels. We got justice Sheffield and Griffin canning facing off in this one. It's eight and a half total angels are one fifty favorites. Um, I will say like, I, I know there was some good reports for Mike trout, not wearing the boot anymore, but I mean, Justin Upton just ran into um, Keen Wong in, in the outfield the other day. And like, now he's banged up. Oh, oh they're they're hurting, man. Um, any interest here in Justice Sheffield? I can't, Stevie. I just, you know, for me, man, I like I, I love to look at these numbers in baseball, and that's not the only thing I look at, but it's a big part of it for me in my process. And Sheffield just does not have numbers that speak to me, even with this watered down lineup. Like even with all these guys out, I I can't. I mean, Rendon's still there, Juan Lagares. Maybe, maybe we're going to call him a mini lefty masher. He's there. You know how I feel about Kurt Suzuki. He hasn't really turned it on this season, but I do think he's a guy that can hit. I, I just can't do it, man. Maybe David Fletcher, if Upton's out, David Fletcher may move to the top of the lineup. He's a guy that's not going to strike out. I, I just, I, I can't do it. I mean, yeah, I would be lying to you if I said right now, looking at this late night before, I don't have any interest in him um, because that's not the case. Like, I got you. This lineup, if Justin Upton is not in this lineup, Otani and Walsh are lefties. You're really worried about Anthony Rendon. Justice Sheffield, even when he has struggled, has been very good against lefties. 0.070 ISO, hit distance of like 135. Ground balls a plenty. Um, I mean, I don't think it's crazy. Like, I don't know if he has like the ceiling of some of these other guys that are a little bit higher priced than him. But I mean, oh, just looking at the slate in general, it's like, man, I got to play some pitching outside of these three guys at the top. Maybe I take a shot here on Justice Sheffield against what could be a really, really bad Angels lineup. Like, and I'm not saying Otani and Walsh are bad. I'm saying lefty-lefty. This is probably not the spot to really be worried about two of the best batters in this lineup. So, 
I mean, I don't think it's crazy to play Justice Sheffield. I'm also sitting on like 35 Sheffield rookie cards. So if he could go out <laughs> and throw a no hitter here, that'd be fantastic. Help you get off that stash a little bit. I would I would sell every single one of them. Um, Griffin Canning on the other side of this game. I mean, it's Seattle. He put up 30 fantasy points against this team a, a few weeks ago. Um, this seems like a really good spot to target him. 9,400 is kind of expensive. And the strikeouts are coming down a little bit for Seattle. But, I mean, the, the lineup still is not a lineup that's really going to scare you. Yeah, not at all. Um, but, yeah, I, I do like Griffin Canning. You know, he's a guy that I think, you know, in terms of uh, kind of, I guess, maybe the hierarchy of this slate in terms of where we may want to spend the dollars. I got to think he's probably number three on our list, Stevie. At least at least that's kind of how it goes in my mind. Like, I, I think we're probably Lynn Darvish canning or something to that effect. You know, Darvish, Lynn canning, however you want to slice it. Um you know, and maybe Tywan Walker at four, but that's it. So I, I'm definitely in on Griffin Canning, even at this price. Uh, this is definitely a spot where he could show some upside. You know, he, he put up 31 against this team before. That's not a guarantee for future success. But, you know, he does have some strikeout stuff. And so he's definitely on the board. Um, and I, I think I did possibly find my guy that I might use that's a little bit lower if I went that route, but I'll get to it as it comes up. Uh, let's talk bats here. Anything standing out to you here for Seattle? No, I, I'm just going to avoid Seattle today. I mean, you can always play Kyle Seager as a one-off, but yeah, I'm with you. Um, and as far as the Angels go, I mean, you could play Anthony Rendon as a one-off. You could, you know, maybe three-man stack the Angels here. But I mean, overall, like this lineup is like, that's one of the reasons why I was making like a strong case for taking shots on Sheffield. Yeah. I mean, I think if I did, I, I do think David Fletcher possibly moves to the top of this lineup at 3,800. He's in play. I play Rendon. I'd actually play Juan Lagares. I definitely play Kurt Suzuki today. Like absolutely play Kurt Suzuki. So those, those are probably my, my three or four guys. And I don't, I don't hate the, the lefties either, such as Otani or Walsh, but I I'd for sure be in on these righties. Uh, Fletcher, Suzuki, Lagares, Rendon, I like those guys today against Sheffield. All right. Keep on trucking here. We got the Cubs and the Giants. Zach Davies against Anthony Desclafani. This game's currently sitting at an eight total. San Francisco's a 120 favorite. Small favorite here. Um, any interest here in Zach Davies? Nope. I just, I, I've been avoiding San Francisco this season. It's been beautiful. And I'm just going to keep doing it. So, Zero Zach Davies for me on this slate, Stevie. Zero. One of my favorite stacks on the slate is the Giants. Um, oh, you better believe it. I mean, I mean, it's probably it's probably sounds like a broken record at this point. But Zach Davies, eighteen percent K rate since the start of last season, it gives up a, a tremendous amount of hard contact to to right-handed hitters. Um, and with the Giants kind of banged up right now. Um, you know, you're going to get some like really low owned, cheap right-handed hitters here um, because Yaz is banged up. Longoria is banged up, you know, belts out. Um, so I think this is another one of those like potential like secondary cheap stacks. And we'll talk about that in just a second. Anthony Descalfani on the other side of this game. I mean, 
The Cubs are a high strikeout team, but Anthony Descafani is you could get negative five or 20. So, I mean, sure, <laughs> you could take a shot. Yeah, I will say, I think Descafani is my guy just, just because of the K rates. Uh, and, and Stevie, as we've gone through, uh, clearly, you know, I, I will retract my statement. I, I'm, I'm more than willing to admit, admit when I'm wrong. Casey Mize is probably the best cheap play on the slate. Oh, that pays me to say, because I don't want to play him, but at 67, he probably is the best play. But I, I do, I, I would invest in Descafani at, at 7,100. Yeah, I mean, he's another guy, like, you know, there's... He, he gets there's 15, le- we're taking. There's legitly four guys under 8K you can take shots on today. And... I mean, they might none of them might pay off, but I mean, you're if you're playing large field tournaments and you're you're you know you're you're taking shots. I think you have to. Uh, Cubs bats. Anything stand out to you for the Cubs? Um. Well, Descafani has been a struggling uh, soul against against the lefty, so I, I would prefer to key in on those guys: Jock, Rizzo, Hap, uh, Eric Sogard at the bottom. Those would kind of be my my targets. I don't want to. I don't really want to get with these righties. He's been pretty tough against righties for most of his career. Yeah, I mean, Chris Bryant is matchup proof. Um, so if oh, you want yeah. to go like Bryant, Rizzo, Peterson, it's kind of expensive. You could potentially even throw in like Javi Baez there as like a cheaper um, four-man stack. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the kind of problem that you run into with Chicago. It's not like they have a ton of lefties. Ian Hat might bat leadoff in this game. He's 3,400. Um, he's another guy you could potentially look at. Yeah, I mean, you're right, Stevie. What I've discovered is that every time I stack the Cubs, Chris Bryant hits a home run and everybody else has zero. So uh, shame on me for not plugging Chris Bryant into, into my stack. But it's just because Jessica Farney's been, been tough on lefties, but uh, tough on righties. But Jesus, man, the Cubs have been rough to roster. I do mean rough. Rough is a good word um let's go giants here again like i i said i i do think the giants are somewhat interesting here obviously you're gonna have to wait and see um what we're looking at Yaz uh dealing with like a, a right thumb sprain so he's probably not going to be in the lineup longoria could potentially be back here um but man you look at you're gonna like posey I hate paying up for catcher, Will, but this screams Buster Posey. Um, Brandon Crawford's 3,700. Like, these guys just kind of make a lot of sense here. Yeah, I like this whole lineup. I mean, you got Lamont Wade at the top, 2,800 if he's there. You talked about Buster. Like, if you're stacking this team, Stevie, there's one player that's over, like, 4,500. That's it. Just one, and that's Yaz. Everybody else is 4K or less. And in this case, it's 4,500 or less. So I guess, I guess we get to throw our cheap catcher rule out of the window just because everybody's a cheap catcher on this team. I like this stack. I like them against Davies. I mean, th- this feels great, Stevie, especially when we want to pay up at pitching and get some of these big arms. I'm really excited about San Francisco. Let, let's, go, let's go Giants. And they're not my favorite team. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go like Giants Reds with double barrel pitcher and win all the money today. Um, my my Listen, blueprint. My blueprint for today. 
Well, well, you know, mine's close. Mine is probably more like Giants Brewers, double barrel. But hey, or, or Stevie, you know, if, if we're multi-entering, let's go ahead and tell these people how to take it down. You, you, you just put in the, the pitchers that you like the most. For me, it's probably Darvish and and, uh, and Lance Lynn. And then you go like, you know, Giants Milwaukee, Giants Cincinnati, Giants uh, Giants Giants uh, Twins. You know, and then you just run it back, you know, twins. However, if you get if you hit the right combination with the pitching, because I do expect the pitching to be on point, uh, we we just might have made someone a thousand air, Stevie. Sounds good to me. All right. We got the Mets and the Padres is kind of where we get finished out here. Um I'm seeing different reports. I, I'm seeing it's gonna be Tajon Walker, but I've also seen that it could be Joey Luque C. Uh, we know you Darvish is pitching for San Diego. Uh, this game is currently sitting at a seven total. Um, San Diego's a 180 favorites. I mean, I don't really care who's pitching here for the Mets. I'm probably not playing them, but I will say if it's Luke C, I have way more interest in the Padres bats um, than I do if Tajon Walker is pitching. So um, any interest in the San Diego pitchers here, depending on who it is? You mean the Mets? The Mets, yes. We know okay, it's no, no, all good, all good, all good. No, no, no. <laughs> just, just want to make sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think if it's Walker, if it's large field on DK, it's I'm too willing to expensive. Will no, I know, but uh, that's. Upset. I mean, like, nobody's I, gonna I, play I, him. That's true. I'd much rather roll out a 10-3 time on Walker than like. A, Let's say a 5,500. <laughs> You're Chris talking Bryant. yourself off of it right now. <laughs> he wills no. like, oh, maybe not. Hold on. Let me <laughs> rethink this. That's exactly what just happened in his head <laughs> right now. <laughs> no, but I I, I, I like him. I, I think he, he's the roll the dice guy. Is he too expensive? Like, for sure. He should not be 10-3 in this matchup. But, uh, you know, because I, I wouldn't play him over – uh, Lance Lynn but my point is and this is my large field are in large field he's got to be 10% owned or less like he has to be and that's where I think you get some leverage and roll him in and if he's able to mow down the San Diego lineup for a little bit and maybe give up two runs but still has eight strikeouts you know you got to you give yourself a chance Will just instantly talked himself out of this I don't care what he says he was like <laughs> uh, maybe not that might no uh, you Darvish. I mean, we talked about Lance Lynn being a really strong play. Darvish is one of the top pitchers on the slate. Um, the Mets lineup is, I mean, Alonzo's back, so that's good. Um, I'm so glad Alonzo's back because I got a pile of Pete Alonzo rookie cards. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but the, the rest of this lineup, there's just so many guys out right now. Um, oh, and I will say, I didn't realize that Tatis, um, like he should be back here, but if he does miss with that oblique injury, like that's a little bit of a bump to Walker as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I Darvish is what he is, man. He should dominate in this game. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't have to say anything else. You Darvish, absolutely massive play on this slate. 30% K rate since the start of last season, 5% walk rate, 3.5 XFIP. I mean, I know he's had some shaky starts this season, but I mean, this is one of those spots you just trust the numbers and you play the guy. 
Um, I have zero interest in the Mets bats. Uh, I don't even want a one-off Pete Alonso at this price against you, Darvish. Nope, not doing it. No Mets. And then, I mean, the Padres, it's all depending on who the pitcher is um, for me. If Walker's pitching, Eric Hosmer, definitely someone that I would play. If it's Luke KC, I mean, the Padres are another stack that might be like super cheap because they're just dealing with so many injuries right now. Yeah, man. And I mean, even Tommy Pham still got the cue. Tatis has got the cue. And I'm with you. I mean, you'd have access to Will Myers. If Pham were to sit in this game, I'm trying to figure out who they're even going to play because Trent Grisham is still out. Um, I need to go and look at their full roster because I am not sure. I think uh, it would be um, Matteo. Matteo, I think is. Yeah. Okay. He's like yeah, because Ty France is gone. Like he he's uh, God, where's France now? Anyway, Seattle. Yes, yes, yes. But yeah, so I mean, we'd have immense value with this team. We could just plug in Machado. I, I'd be willing to even throw in Cronenworth, even though he hasn't been hitting the ball crazy well right recently. Just go ahead and plug him in because if you know if they're able to get to the pitcher early. W- once again, this is Lucchese situation. I am less interested if they're facing Walker here. Yeah, I agree. Like that's what I said to start to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ton of interest if it's Luke KC. Probably gonna pass if it's Walker. A lot of respect and enough respect. I mean, you could target the power guys if it's Walker. Um, but yeah. All right, let's play the morning grind game and then uh we'll get out of here. We'll move on to Friday and get one step closer to a thousand. Um sure. I was delaying because I have my lights off in the office and I couldn't see I'd turn my phone light on. Uh, under AK to get six or more strikeouts. And you would think, because I do this all the time, I remember the morning grind game, and I don't. Um, under 8K to get six or more Ks, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to roll my guy, Desclafani. I, I think, you know, if somebody's got a shot, I do feel like he he has some form of a shot, and he hasn't done it. Uh, you know, he's done it a couple times this season. Let's see if he can get it done against a Cub team that's swinging free. I'm going to go Justice Sheffield here against this what could be really bad Angels lineup. Um, over 8K to score under 15. Who's your bust today? Definitely going with uh, Mr. Brett Anderson, not to be confused with Tyler Anderson at 8,700. I mean, he he's a ground ball guy, not a lot of K upside. Let's go Brett Anderson. Brett Anderson, um, way too expensive on the slate. Tyler Anderson, probably also way too expensive on the slate, even facing Miami. I'm going to go with him. Um, give me an over 4K to hit a home run guy. Oh, man. You know, let's go with our friend, Mr. Christian Yelich. I know we haven't seen a whole lot from him. Has one home run on the season, Stevie. One. But I am not a believer and Mr. Frank off right now. I think he comes around maybe next season, but as of right now, he didn't have a clue. At what point are we worried that like Yelich is just an average hitter that had a breakout season? Uh, I mean, well, he's dealing, he's been dealing with a lot of injuries over the last couple of years. Don't get me wrong. But at what point are we like, man, maybe Christian Yelich is just an average hitter and had a really good season one year. Well, look, I'm not worried I'm just, about that today. I, I'm just – I know I agree with you. I agree with you as far as, like, the matchup and, you, you know, your home run call and everything. I'm just saying, like, I, I don't know. Um, so, I don't, and, I, and guess what? This would be my absolute first time playing Christian Yelich this season. 
Like, absolute first. I haven't played them at all. And I've stacked Milwaukee at least four times. I'm going to get a text like 10 o'clock tomorrow night. That's the last time I play Yelich this season, too. Um, Will, don't don't have a heart attack on me, buddy, but I'm going to take Buster Posey to go yard today. $4,500 catcher as a home run play. Oh, I need to go to bed. Um, under four K in that lineup will be two K though. <laughs> yeah, under four K to get two hits. Who do you got? Uh, uh, oh man, I had my guy earlier. Give me a second. Uh, yeah, Brandon Crawford. I- I've been doing this a lot, but Brandon Crawford just keeps hitting Stevie, and nobody's taking note. I mean. You know, past couple of games has been a little rough, but I'm going Brandon Crawford, 3,700, shortstop, love it. I'm going to go with Suarez from Cincinnati. He's 3,900. Um, he's having a terrible season. Don't get me wrong. I think he's in like 150 or 160 or something like that. But I think the matchup, the price is just too good for the Reds today. Um, Will, give me a stack to score six or more runs today. Yeah, man. I mean, no secret. My favorite stack on the board today is Milwaukee. It is absolutely my favorite stack going with the Brewers. I almost took Lamont Wade Jr. as my under 4K to get two hits guy, but instead I'm going to go Giants, score six or more runs on this slate. Um, I like the Giants a lot lot here. Uh, Will, any bets standing out to you here night before? Well, not a whole lot because we don't have that many lines. Uh, and I guess in this line with the uh, Chicago White Sox, it's really one of those tricky ones because it's sitting at seven and a half. And I think the only way this game goes over seven and a half, Stevie, is if the White Sox just really get gro- uh, rolling on, on Casey Mize. And I think Mize can limit limit the damage just enough to where maybe the White Sox score five runs and Detroit gets like a solo shot late. So let's go under the seven and a half total in this Detroit-Chicago game. I mean, if you're if you're betting, maybe you take the under in the Texas Colorado game at like ten and a half in the early games, um, just because Texas, like Sensatella, is dealing against Texas and like he's not great, and John Gray is a little bit better, but um, <laughs> well, you know how this goes. Tomorrow, John Gray gives up ten runs. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna take the under in the White Sox Detroit game. It's at seven and a half currently. Miz, that's what I, I yeah, took. Yeah, same. Yeah. Like I'm right there with you. Um, yeah. like that is, that is like clearly the one that stands out to me the most. Um, yeah. so I'm a hundred percent with you on that. Like, yeah, just you just look at it and you're like, why is this line? Like, I, I would like this game opened at eight, and if you were able to jump on it when it opened, oh, good on you. Man. Like you can still you can still shop it if you're listening to this like right now, which I know you're not, um, because there are some books out there that still have it at eight. But I mean that gives you a little bit more support for a push. Um, but yeah, Will, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Nah, man, I am good to go, my friend. Always a pleasure joining you for the pod. That's gonna wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more baseball. Hope everyone has an awesome day. Good luck. We'll see you then.